Thank you, Jesus. Been a beautiful day, hasn't it? I'm glad it's some sunshine. I don't like clouds. I like sunshine. All right. I got a title of that thing on. Okay. I got a title. And my title, earlier, earlier the morning, the Lord dealt me about this. I was laying up, wake up early, woke up about three times that night. So I said, well, I just pray. I just pray. Brother Hope, Brother uh, Whale said the devil woke him up. He'd just start praying, then he'd get sleepy. But anyway, I'm going to talk about a little bit tonight about my help. Y'all know where y'all help? Y'all know who y'all help is? And y'all hope? My help and my hope is in him, ain't it? Psalms 121. If you understand for the reading of the word. Psalm 121, 1 and 2. It said, I, lift, I will lift up my eyes unto the hill from which, my, which cometh my help. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Y'all hear that? My help cometh from the Lord, and your help come from the Lord. Without him we would have no help. Which made heaven and earth. Let's pray. Oh, God, I need you, Jesus. Savior, as always, Lord God, I need you. Precious God, Father, touch me, Lord God, tonight. Father, help me, Lord. Lord, come out of my mouth. Lord, let it be a help. God, I pray, Lord, right there from you, dear God, who touch your people and cause them to get the praise, God. Be glorified. Jesus. Okay, you can be seated. There was a situation that's after I had this year and already got it, had it down, had it wrote down. Arose this week. And, uh, I realized I couldn't do a thing about it. It didn't matter how much I talked or, or what I'd done. I realized that it wasn't going to help matters. But I know somebody could. And uh, it wasn't a long prayer, but I told God, I said, God, you've got to help in this. It's going to be a mess if you don't help. So. And uh, you know, and I know that I can't do nothing about this year. And God moved. God's our help. Uh, we know over in the book of John, he said, without him, we can't do nothing. Without him, we can't do nothing. But with him, dear God, with him, with his help, we can do anything. Anything that, that's good. We're going to talk about our help tonight, and, uh, and he's just not interested, dear God, in helping us. He is, all, just in our big situation that comes our way, but every aspect of our life, we need God. We need God. There ain't no 
I looked this morning, dear God, I come in here and I looked around at some, some faces, dear God, looked like, dear God, they lost their best friend. I don't know what in the world had happened. Happened. And a lot of times we get in that situation because we try to take care of ourselves. We try to figure it out ourselves, and we can't figure it out ourselves. A lot of things we can. Some things we can, but most of the time we can't figure it out. But God knows exactly what to do. He knows exactly what to do. See, he, he knows the thoughts and intent of our mind. And whether you know it or not, God can control us. Y'all know that? Our situation, our thoughts may be going this way, and that ain't the way God wants us to go. God can turn it around. Only he can turn it around. Most of the time, we can't turn it around, especially in situations like I face. We can't turn it around, but God can. God can turn it around. He's our hope, and he's our help tonight. I thought about David. The Bible said David was a man out of God's own heart, and I got thinking about him. And uh, if he's a man out of God's own heart, I'd like to know what he had to cause him to be a man out of God's own heart. Because, Brother Clyde, I want to be a man out of God's own heart. I ain't no David. No, I'm not. I've done wrong, and David's done wrong. But there's something about David that he was a man out of God's own heart. And I believe, I, I, well, I know that the things that made David a man out of God's own heart, he lived for God. He, made, he failed, he sinned, he failed, and God forgave him of it. Because God looked on his heart and realized he was sorry for what he'd done. But he was a man out of God's own heart. Why? Because he trusted in God. David did not do nothing. When he had run from Saul, he did not do nothing, dear God. He didn't, he didn't if a, a situation arose in his life, he got that e-pod wrapped it around him and said, God, what do you want me to do? God, you know, if, if, uh, uh, if it wasn't for you, dear God, Saul would have done kill me. It wasn't, I, I don't, even after David got to be king, David didn't do nothing, dear God, and he didn't ask permission of God, said, God, what shall, what shall I do? God, should I do this, or God, should I not do this? God, should I go this way, or God, should I not go this way? That's a man out of God's own heart. David, I don't, I don't believe David laid, I don't believe David worried about the battles that was coming, Brother Clyde, I don't believe, dear God, it's uh, uh, I was talking to somebody today. And I said, I told him, I said, I told him, I, I, I witnessed to him that my nephew and his son there, uh, uh, he lives up, 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 uh, way up in that North Alabama. They come down, they come by you to come by to see him. His son, 19 years old or 20 or whatever, had his girlfriend with him, you know, and I got talking about the Lord. And I told him, to, all you got to do is seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these things, your God will be added unto us. But we got to realize, dear God, we can't get that. The things that God has done in my life, dear God, I have seen God do. Ain't no way on God's green earth I could have done that myself. Ain't no way I could have done that. The main thing, dear God, that come by way, dear God, physical wide, dear God, that God done, ain't no doctors in the world could have done it. David trusted God. I want you to listen to this right here. A little bit of reading right here. We're going to start in 1 Samuel 17 and start in verse 33 and come down a little piece here. And Saul said unto David, it's, it's when the, uh, the Philistine giant came out and defied the armies of, of Israel. And Saul said unto David, Thou art not, David said, David said, I'll fight that giant. Nobody, everybody was scared of him but David. Because see, everybody in there, dear God, was trying to think about, dear God, what can I do? 
How can I, can I, can I, can I, can I defeat this giant? Can I win this war? That's what they were thinking about. David was thinking about, David, what David was thinking about, hey, this ain't my battle. Maybe I won't read it. This ain't my battle. This is God's battle. I'm a child of God. I live for God. I'm trying to do my best to live for God. And these battles, you got to come my way or not my battle. They're God's battle. But we have got to trust God for that. Dear God, we ain't a, 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 a love and, and trust in dear God ain't no fear in that. I can do this thing. David said, I can do this thing. He said, dear God, I kept my father's sheep way out in the wilderness. And dear God, there's a bear came and took a lamb out of that, out of that flock. I went out and caught that, bear, that lion by the beard, brother Clyde, dear God, and I slew that vine. God helped me to do that. And then there was a bear come out. I'm talking about trusting. It wasn't in David's strength, dear God, that he done that. Ain't no way on God's green earth that David, dear God, could have killed a lion, dear God, with his bare hands, I reckon, what he killed him with. If it hadn't been God helping him do it. It wasn't him done it. It was the strength that God gave him to do that. See, we, once we, dear God, realize what God lets us know what to do, sometimes, dear God, God don't do it. Many times, dear God, God told the children of Israel, said, you ain't got to fight this. There's some things we have to do, but we have to do it in, a, in, in God giving us directions how and when to do that. A time that God said to them, I mean, a, a battle, dear God, that they know within their self they could not win. But they went to their Savior, the one, dear God, their help, their strength, dear God, the Almighty God, dear God, it just speaks anything, dear God, into existence. He said, you ain't got a, a mighty army came against a king. I can't think what king I read the other night. A mighty army. They was coming. Ain't no way. And that king, you know what that king done? He got before God. He said, God, you know that we have got no might against this great army. Sometimes we don't have no might against, dear God, our battles that we have. And, dear God, we cannot win them. And, dear God, every time we try to win them on our own, dear God, a lot of times we get defeated. But that king, he said, God, you know that we have no might against this great army. But, God, you're our God. God, you're God. God, we're your people. God, we serve you. And he was a good king. He served him. God, we're your people. God, we live for you. God, we do our very best. Dear God, do everything that you have us to do. And God, this battle we have here, my baby laying there sick or something like that, God, I can't do anything about this. But there's a mighty God that can do something about this. But I'm going to tell you something now. He said, he told that king, he said, you ain't got to worry about it. He said, you get that army. You get up and you march out there, and, I'm, and you're not even going to have to fight the battle. I'm going to fight it for you. Saul said, armor David up with everything in the world, all he could put on him, armor your God to go out there and fight that king. We don't need the armor of this world, you hear me? We need God. We need the army of God, the armor of God Almighty. That's all we need, and to trust him. David took it off. He said, I can't, I can't prove this. He got to that. He went out there. And they, they wasn't nobody. I don't believe there's nobody in that whole army, including King Saul, believed that David was going to be victorious when he went out there. You know why? Because they was looking at David's strength. They was looking at David's strength, not, not God's strength. But David was looking at God's strength. 
David realized, hey, I know I can't do this on my own. It ain't within my power, dear God, to do this. So I realize right now, dear God, that when I go out, dear God, it ain't going to be in my power. God, you're going to do it. That big giant went up by dear God, uh, 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 nine feet tall, whatever he was, and he come against David. David said, you come against me with a shield and a sword and a spear or whatever. But said, I come against you in the name of the Lord. We need to tell the devil, I can't do this, but I serve an almighty God that you know very well. You know him very well. We need to talk to the devil. You know, I, I talk to the devil a lot of times, but I wish I talked to God about it because I had to tell that devil just what he is. I said, devil, I can't do it, but what's in me is greater than what you are. That's in me that God gave me is greater than what you are, and you have no power over me. David went out there with that sling. We all know the story. He took that sling and he swung it. It's amazing to me what God can do. Sometimes we need him right then. I needed God in this situation. I needed him right then. I know if it went any further, there could be some things done that ought not have been done. It would cause a lot of trouble and hurt. And I needed God right then. And I ain't like David, but I said, God, I told him. I said, God, you know I can't do nothing about this. The more I would try to do, the worse the problem it would get. God, I don't even know how to do it and how to go about doing it. But God, you do. God, you know exactly what to do because he's our help tonight. Every situation in our life, most of them, dear God, we don't know what to do about it. We can't, as a matter of fact, we can't do nothing about it. But we serve an almighty God. With men, things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. We serve a great and a mighty God. In Ezekiel 4 and 6, what we got to realize like, like uh, uh, Ezekiel 4, 6 said, or, or uh, the Bible, God said, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. And there's something else. We need to please God, you know that? We need to trust him. But we need to please him. And these situations are going to rise in our lives, every one of our lives. They're going to people, people do things and they're going to say things, dear God, that's going to hurt our feelings. It's going to go against the grain. But long as the flesh wins, the spirit loses. Oh, I won that battle. No, you ain't won. You ain't won that battle. I won that argument. No, you ain't won it. The flesh may have won it, but any time the flesh wins, the spirit loses. Galatians 5 and 17 says, For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other. So that you cannot do the thing that you would. When the flesh wins, 
the spirit lose, Brother Clyde. Now, we got battles. And a lot of times we look at our battles like the one I had. But sometimes our battle is with this flesh. Most of the time our battle is with this flesh. God's a great God tonight. And he's a God that is for us. But we have got to be for him. We have got to be for him. Romans 8. We're going to talk about his flesh a little bit. And we know our flesh is our enemy. We want God to fight for us. If we want him to fight for us, we got to fight for him. I don't want, I need God so much every day that I don't want to do nothing that he's displeased with. I don't want to do nothing. I may, may get away from this year. I don't know. But God's our help tonight. God is our help tonight. And we let this flesh. I needed God. Then I needed I need God all the time, but I needed God then. But what if I had just done something or said something that was about to be said that would go against what God would have me to do. I need God. I realize God is my help. And I need him. I need to have favor of him. I want God, and I ain't nothing, but every child of God ought to want this year. They all want God to look on them, dear God, and smile on them. Dear God, to be in a place with God, dear God, when we bow on our knees, dear God, or, or just walking around, out of walking around and asking God to help me. God, work out this situation. Dear God, it's arising. God, you've got to work it out. But, Brother Clyde, if I just, dear God, done something, dear God, to hurt somebody or said something I ought not have said or done something, this flesh like I ought not have done, dear God, I would not have the confidence in this great God that I needed so bad for God to do that thing for me, and most likely he would not have done it. We need God. He's our help. Dear God, he's our help. He's our only help. Man can do what they can do, and man will do what they can do most of the time. But man is so limited, and this great God is not limited tonight. He is not limited tonight. David was a man out of God's own heart. David walked before God. David lived for God. David done what God had him to do. When God looked at David, all the sin, God did not see the sins that David done. But God seen a man that loved him, served him, stood for him. A man, dear God, when David, dear God, reached out to God, God reached out to him, dear Clyde, because he's our help. We need, our, we need to be in the favor with God Almighty when we need him. We need him. We, go, we need him all along. And we don't know when we're going to desperately need him. Hey, things that happen, that, that wouldn't have been a life in this thing, but it would have been a mess if God hadn't have moved it. And I've seen God move. What, 
What I'm saying is I said, don't nobody, dear God, in, our, in the whole place didn't know what I'm talking about but me and maybe one or two more. But if God hadn't moved, I needed him right then. I needed favor in God right then, right then. This flesh, dear God, it caused us to miss the blessings of God. Y'all know that? He's our help. Brother Stephen, he's our help. He's our help. We go to doctors. We go to lawyers and we go to bankers and they necessarily do what they can do. But they're limited. But this God, I've seen, I seen the miracles that this God has done. I've seen the miracles that this God has done. Hadn't been worn long right there, a miracle that God done. In my life, in my wife's life, in my children's life, in your life, I've seen miracles that God has done. He's done it because somebody, your God, walked with him like David walked with him, brother God. As long as we're condemned from this flesh, we won't be able to touch God. He's our help. I want him to have a year that his eyes are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. And I want his eyes to be on me and I want his ear open to my cry. Because I had a cry at him, cry out to him a lot for you and for me. And I want God to hear that. We all know the flesh is our enemy. Romans 8 and 4 and 8 through 8 says, And the, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit the things of the Spirit. For to be carnal-minded is death, but to be spiritual-minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind at the fleshly mind is enmity against God. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Cannot please God. You know what that does? That just turns off our help. Don't know that? It just turns off our help. We know we're not going to live in this life because the devil's still alive. What God wants us me to let you know tonight is that we do not need to turn off our help. We do not need to turn off our help. God knows every word we speak. God knows every thought that comes through our mind. He knows the thoughts and the intent of every heart. Every heart, God knows that. And God knows that. And God ain't going to work over it. 
We don't need to turn off our help. We need to be instant. We need to be instant. Anytime we don't never know when we're going to need God. Y'all know that? We ain't gonna, don't never know when we got to have God right then. That wasn't a matter of life. It could be a matter of life and spiritual death. But it wasn't a matter of life and death. But it's been there too, brother God. I want to be like Jesus. What about y'all? This right here, this church right here in Revelation 3 and 8, he said, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast little strength. This is a perfect church. There was nothing, all the other churches there was two that they found nothing wrong with. But this was a perfect church, but yet he said, because thou hast little strength. What is that? God, I can't do it on my own. God, it ain't by my might, and God, it ain't by my power, but it's God by you. It's by you. All them other churches must have thought, dear God, they could do it on their own. But not this one. Not the perfect church. They realized, Brother Clyde, I, it ain't my strength. God said, because you have little strength. In other words, what you said, you can't do this, but I can. I can. First Peter 12, 2 and 23 says, Who when he was reviled, reviled not again. Y'all hear that? When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judge righteously. It's hard sometimes to keep your mouth shut. It is. It's hard to. But when we open our mouth, I go back some instant, and, I, and the devil keeps bringing that back up to me about at, down at river that day. He wants me to have feelings, or not have, brother Clyde. I pray for that man and his son that running off their mouth to us. Yeah, I got I got mad. I did, but I kept my mouth shut. I don't hate that man. I would hate to know that I had allowed somebody like that that thought they was a bully or whatever to cause me to miss out on a blessing from God. God is our help tonight. God is our help. We need to stay in the place for any instant that we need him, that we can bow on our knees or whatever and say, God, I'm doing everything I know to do. And God, as far as I know, I have done nothing to anybody. I have not allowed this flesh to rise up and call me to sin. I have not done that. I'd like to have a, a testimony like Hezekiah had. Lord, I walk before you perfect. Lord, I've kept your commandments. God, I've done everything. I like to. It's all right to tell God that, Brother Clyde. 
You ain't got to remind him. He already knows it. But it's all right, Brother Frank, to tell him that. God's a good God, and he's almighty God. I don't know if I need to go any further or not. I think I've already said what I need to say. You know why, G? Let me read this one more time. The Bible says, Who, when he reviled Jesus, he reviled not again. He lets us an example, didn't he? Same portion of scripture, he lets us an example. Who, when he was reviled, he reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteousness. You know why he done that? That he might win. That he might win. I want to win. What about y'all? I want to win. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12 and 10, he said, Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecution, in distress, for Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am strong. That old guy, Bob, he boy, boy, we had them boys cured. Roy had a gun in his tackle box, and I was watching him, Brother Frankie. I, I heard Roy say, I'm going to get tired of this right here. I said, oh, Lord. But Sister Elaine, I want it. I want it. Don't know what tomorrow holds. But I know who holds tomorrow. I know who holds tomorrow. Paul said that he gloried in all this right here. Because every time, every time you win, you're going to get stronger. You hear me? Every time you win, you're going to get stronger. You winning, you're going to get stronger. Every time you win a battle, you're going to get stronger. Every time you get out there and, every time you get out there and fight, a boxer get out there and fight, Brother Walter, he learned something other. Every fight where he could dear God defend himself more next time. And that's what God's people does. They fight these battles, dear God. Hey, some, I told this young lady, she's, I believe God is give her what she wants, but the devil's trying to take it away from her. I believe that. The devil's trying, but he can't do it unless she lets him do it. Unless she lets him do it, he can't do it. Every time we fight a battle or we wrestle, the more we wrestle, dear God, the stronger we get. And I told her, hey, things I had to fight, sister. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm in a battle right now. It'll never be, dear God, just because you're a preacher, dear God. If you're not in a battle, dear God, maybe something wrong. We're going to battle, but we're going to win. I'm not going to lose. I am not going to lose. I don't have to lose. I don't have to lose. Because you know why? I don't fight my battles. It ain't just me that fight it. It's what's in me fights that battle. It's what's my strength, dear God, is God Almighty that's in me. That walks around in me, dear God, and encouraging me, say, You can do this year. You can make it. Because I have little strength. When I am weak, then I'm strong. Let the world rejoice. Let's think they won. They ain't won. The world don't won. The enemy don't win. He's going to lose. Dear God, we may, he may win a battle. 
here or a battle there or a battle over there or a battle over there. But when the war is finished, he's lost. You know why? Because we serve a mighty God. A mighty God. He won't never leave us alone. There's going to be something all along, dear God, that tries to ruffle our feathers. Feathers. But what we need to do is just rub them down. If you had any, just rub them down. Hey, God, I'm going to do it your way, not my way. I'm about through. Proverbs 15 and 1 through 4 said, A soft answer turneth away wrath. Y'all hear that? A soft answer turneth away wrath. You know what I told that guy? And it, it, it took some chewing to get it out. I said, I'm sorry I parked that truck like that. And the truck was fine. Right by everybody else's. But it just stuck out, might have stuck out that much. But I said, I, I apologize for, for blocking you where you can't get in here. <laughs> and either that, either why he, he started talking, you know, said, y'all caught, caught any fish? He started carrying on the conversation then, you know. We don't never know what a soft answer will do. Don't never know what a soft answer will do. It'll turn away wrath. It'll turn away wrath. Let me read this here. A soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous, harsh words stir up anger. Now, we could have gotten a fight there in just a little bit. Roy went home and told Wendell about it. Wendell said, what kind of truck he got? I'm gonna go, I want to go back down there. Well, that ain't what God wants us to do. I done exactly what God would have me do. It did old flesh short. Boy, David said, Boy, you ain't nothing but a coward. I said, Yeah, I am. And I'm scared of God. I want to do what God had me do. I need God too bad. I need God too bad, dear God, to let something like this right here. And I pray for that man. I pray for him. And I pray for his son. His son didn't say a whole whole lot, but but he run his mouth. But I've been praying for him. He's, in, he's, in, he's dangerous on dangerous ground because he's messing with one of God's people. He needs prayer. You know that? God don't forget. He don't forget. And I pray, and I pray this. I do. I pray this. I say, God, you said if I prayed for my heart, more or less what he said, that you'd heap coals of fire upon the head. But God, that ain't what I want. I want you to save the man. Save him. And that's what I want him saved. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the good and the evil. Wholesome, a wholesome tongue or a healing tongue is a tree of life. Ain't that wonderful? God's way is life. You know that? God's way is life. It ain't easy on the flesh, but God's way is life and flesh way is death. My death. I don't want to die spiritually. What about y'all? You know, I, I don't doubt it. I know God does it. I, I know he does it. I know God puts people like that. They go, the Bible plainly says they're, they're Satan's people and they're God people. He said, the Bible, Jesus said that they, they people are Satan's people and they're God's people. And I believe that God allows certain people, dear God, to come around to, to God's people, dear God, just see what they'll do. 
Try them. And I hate to know I let a, a child of devil, dear God, cause me to do something against God. What about y'all? Are y'all getting any of this tonight? God's our help tonight. God, dear God, somebody trying to help me, I'm going to be real good to them. I'm going to be real good to them. And I really want to be good to this great God. I want to be good to this God. One more and I'm going to hush. And y'all can go to Can, not Cancun's, whatever it is. Anybody like that crawfish dip? You don't like it? My wife don't like it either. Me and Brother Chase likes it, don't we, Brother Chase? Franklin likes it. He got me on it. And I, I really like it. Of course, I like food. God's good to us, ain't he? Okay. I'm going to read one more thing here. Then I'm going to hush. He that, Psalm 91 said, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under shadow of his shadow of the Almighty. That's where I want to be. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. Y'all hear that? My God, in Him will I trust. Let me read that again. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely, Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wing shall thou trust. And under his wing shall thou trust. In truth shall be thy shield. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Y'all like that? Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is thy refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge concerning you. Over thee, give his charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They go on trips, especially these young people, anybody else I know going. I'll say, God, let the angels encamp around about them. Keep them, God, all the way. I want God to hear me tonight. I want God to hear me tonight. Not that I'm nothing more than anybody else, but I want God to hear me tonight. Because he's my help. He's my help. I don't want to be something between me and God that's blocking for God hearing me and answering my prayer. Let's stand. Anybody need prayer? We'll pray for you.
I, I'm sorry. Okay, let's pray for Sister Linda. And brother, how about Brother Charles? Okay, let's.